You sure I can go ahead? Yeah, go do it. <laughs> okay. Do it. So here we are at the beautiful White Rock Beach. Oh, so God. episode two. Do you want to talk about that awesome intro from last time? <laughs> we, we got a couple comments. Um, I sound like an evangelical sportscaster, I think. It's what it sounds like. So I don't know. I tried. I tried. Maybe I was a bit nervous. Who knows? I had some coffee today, so I'm, I'm yeah, ready to edge it up. Jack, man. We were just down at the, at the uh, where's Jan's. Jan's on the beach. Jan's is amazing. Oh, my God. It's amazing. They got the best breakfast. We, You've got this whole beach thing figured out in White Rock where you've got what Jan's for breakfast. Then, of course, and of course, there's no sponsorships. Primos for lunch. Yeah. Talk, that, let's talk about Primos for a sec. Uh, primos, I have addiction to Primos chicken wings. Um, it's getting pretty serious, I think. I'm going to have to start going to some groups uh, <laughs> to figure that out. Um, it's, it's a thing. It's a problem. Jan's is amazing. Jan's is the only place I can remember that I can actually order a hamburger of like what did I want medium rare rare like yeah you were totally taken back when she asked you how you wanted it you're <laughs> yeah, like what she did she did anyway <laughs> let's get back on track I know I was a little dodgy last week but this week I'm excited I'm pumped up full of coffee so let's fuck this podcast right in the mouth <laughs> they better turn it up from the Flynn West studio at White Rock Beach yo man we bring you another episode of the Three Solutions Podcast yeah, we're going we don't need roads this right here is the land of opportunity get an inside perspective Anyone seen this before? Of digital marketing from two elite marketing gurus who work with the full spectrum. Well, it's called the internet. They know what they're doing. They don't just talk about it. They are about it. Well, you know, they're actually good. And now, your hosts, two brothers from the same mother. Blood brothers. Chad and Grady Flynn. Hey everyone, we are back and we are here to discuss website development. Hot damn, that intro is awesome though, eh? I know, I love it. Oh, way to come back. That's amazing. amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Back to website development. Yes. So website development, obviously it's 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 been around for a while, but it's becoming more and more of a global concern, right? Because we've got, when you think about it, and when I teach my entrepreneurship class, the number one thing that every business has to have is a website. Am I right? It, oh, totally. And websites have been around since, oh my God, 20-something years now. Yeah. I was building them back in, uh, what, mid-90s. And it's just, I just feel like now, finally, people are starting to understand you know, what these things are for. Right? Yeah. That, that actually everyone needs this. Yeah. And so I guess we're going to talk about exactly what needs to be on it. I was I saw Captain Marvel the other day. Oh, how was that? It was awesome. It was, was so it? good. And Brie Larson is amazing in it. But their uh, their website for the actual like the actual legitimate website is like one of those GeoCities websites. It was a movie from the 1990s. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's just awesome. You got to check it out with all the little gifs and everything. the animated gifs. That was my big thing. <laughs> oh, when I did it's, it's so cheesy, but so so good. Yeah, I had a website, um, uh, Formula 47, 37, Formula 37.com. We did. I think what it was, was 19, your name in that thing? 1990. So that was a different website. We'll oh. get on that one a little later. Maybe <laughs> another episode because that's okay. you know that could not be good for me. Um, so this website. I was selling photo radar spray. I'm doing quote fingers right now. So right. The photo radar, it was a big thing in BC uh, 20 years ago. God, I think it was. Yeah. And it was all full of animated GIFs and, and WAV files. Yeah. Yeah. And and actually actually made a little bit of money on that, didn't you? It did good, yeah. It paid for my next venture, which was the website we'll talk about in another episode. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So here's the thing. More, more than ever before, everything's based on the net, right? Because we have phones now. We have these fantastic little computer phones, as you like to call them. Mm-hmm. Everybody's checking everything out on the web. So we're going to be talking about how important website development is, not mm-hmm. just for your computer, but how we got to talk about how they've got to be, well, like we were saying at breakfast this morning, you got so many different screen sizes that you're dealing with now. So how to kind of take that into consideration. And just the efficiency of it all. You know, um, as we evolve, 
uh, less is better, I think. Yeah. Um, back in the day, or I should say not even back in the day, even still today, um, way too much content, way too much, uh, you know, dynamic stuff, interactiveness. Just dumb it down a bit, tone it down, and we're going to talk a bit about that today, about what you can expect or what you should expect to have in your site, what people are looking for, how to speak to them, get your point across um, without drowning them in information. Awesome. Well, let's get into it. Let's hit it with the three solutions like we always do, right? Integrate, educate, educate, communicate. Let's do this. Integrate, educate, communicate. Three solutions. Integration. Let's talk about it. Let's start out with accessibility. Hold on. Who, who's the jingle writer? Because this stuff is just coming <laughs> off amazing. I know. I don't, well, <laughs> we'll integrate, communicate. It's stuck in my head. I know. What's well, stuck, stuck in our head? The whole office is stuck in everybody's head because when you bought that or got it done, we played it like nonstop. Yeah, Fiverr. This wasn't a paid advertisement. <laughs> okay. Integration. Let's talk about accessibility websites, shall mm-hmm. we? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you, 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 we, first of all, you talked about just a few minutes ago, um, mobile. Yeah, mobile. I think everything is like we're over fifty percent in, in mobile now. Um, people accessing things, sitting at their everywhere. We're addicted to these phones. Yeah, they're stuck to our hands. They so are. everyone's looking mobile. Not a lot of desktop going on because you're supposed to be doing your work. But so, how many people are out there though? When they're designing these websites, they go into WordPress. They don't even consider looking for a mobile responsive. Well, a lot of the themes that people use now come with a pre-responsive setting in them. So. Unless you're, um, you know, a, a development company or you know, um, do digital marketing, and you are using your own custom designs, I don't think mobile responsiveness is that much of a problem these days. A lot of the themes and stuff now are just going straight into there, or there's plugins that'll make it mobile right, responsive. Right. If it's something you're doing more of a custom job, a bigger job and stuff, then yeah, your development team has to really focus on that because that's really important. I think that you have more people looking at your mobile site than you do on your desktop, and that's just my opinion. Right, well, and so let's be honest, like not all themes are created equal either, right, when it comes to mobile responsiveness, so. No, no, and if you have a lot of content uh, that you're doing, you're gonna wanna use a developer to kinda do that mobile yeah. look for yourself, because there's some things that you don't really need on the mobile phone that you need on the desktop, yep. and when you go with a theme-based uh, mobile responsive platforms, uh, it kinda jams everything in there, it gets a little bit cluttered. Yeah. But it's you know it's not really too difficult to uh, switch it up a bit, if you know the basics, you can kinda just clean that up yourself. Good. Yeah, and it's honestly like WordPress these days is so simple. It's so intuitive. It's it's what the WYSIWYG, like what mm. you see is what you get kind of drag and drop. It's so simple to do. Well it's super convenient, you yeah. know, for all these people to use these these wiggy wiggy, you know, I can't remember even say that. Uh, <laughs> these editors that people, these drag and drop editors. Yeah. Um, they're getting better and better. Yeah, um, they used to be horrible. Well it was back in the day when you first got started, it was all you were programming HTML. Mm-hmm. I mean you still do that a little bit because there's some things that you can't get with a, a mm. theme that you're going to have to do your own programming on. Yeah, but things evolved, right? Yeah. And people like myself, hey, man, we got to make this a bit easier. So they've created these platforms that we can work on, that we can drag and drop, and they're really good. Yep. Um, you know, to name a few, Wix, is, Wix has it. Wix. Uh, Google, under GoDaddy, Website Builder uses yeah. it. Squarespace. Yeah. Uh, WordPress doesn't use it. It's actually the plugins inside of WordPress that use it. So right. there's a lot of different plugins and stuff. And we'll get into that in another episode when we talk about add-ons and stuff. But there's plugins that you can do that, that will make that. And the, and the convenience of it all is is really quite incredible. A site that would take me 
uh, a month to build, even just a few years ago, I can build it in almost a day. Easy. Yeah. And then it's amazing what people can do with this, like with Wix and Squarespace. Mm-hmm. I do this with my entrepreneurship classes, have them build their website. And within two hours, these guys have beautiful websites because you're using the themes and they're using templates. Mm-hmm. And all you're doing is dragging and dropping pictures that you like. But the templates themselves are even getting better. Uh, they're not so cookie cutter like they used to be. Yeah. You know, the, the power to manipulate these things um, using these editors is, is unreal. Even Shopify, we just finished the Shopify um, build, a uh, custom template build that we built off of a Photoshop uh, PSD. And it's amazing, even from just a few months ago, how much you can customize those Shopify uh, themes uh, with ease using their new liquid language. Really? Mm-hmm. Liquid yeah. language. Well, we'll get into that in another, epi- another episode, I think, but just to you know, touch on a little bit is uh, Shopify has become a little more open source, allowing you to you know, use your own, your own themes or design your own themes and build your own theme within Shopify. Oh, wow. Yeah, where before you were kind of just stuck with their themes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And every Shopify shop looked the same, basically. Yeah, so it just opened up a whole new window, uh, especially for Flint West, because now we can take on these other contracts. Wicked. People are going to start recognizing this. Yeah. And uh, it just opens more doors. That's which, awesome. Which is, oh, yeah, it is awesome. For us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cha-ching. Woo-woo. Convenience. Let's talk about convenience of a website. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought we just were. No, we weren't. Okay. We were talking about the accessibility of that uh, website. But well, to be, <laughs> I was talking about how convenient it is to have that accessibility. <laughs> okay, yeah, go. That's so meta, man. Okay, convenience, go. Go. Okay, with convenience, what needs to be on a website? Like how so many people dump, and we've all seen it, man. You get dump so much information on a website. You don't have to put absolutely every single thing about your company on that first page. No. Well, first off, your brand. Yeah. Your brand is, is very important. Your brand and your color scheme is very important. Um, well, let me slow you down. Slow your roll. Whoa. Whoa. I that coffee. <laughs> Let's talk. You keep saying brand. Brand. Uh, logo. Okay. Um, colors. What, your colors, your logo, your look, your feel. Uh, obviously, that's important, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was working on a site just today. Unfortunately, um, some people are still a little behind the behind the wheel here, or I don't know how that saying goes, but you know, way behind back, the eight ball, behind the, not behind the eight ball, um, and still using basic basics. And uh, they don't have a color scheme, they don't have a mm. flow. They got a logo that they use barely. Um, it doesn't really match anything. Your font yeah. styles, everything that. So yeah. just make sure that your your site, I guess, it's just tidy and looks good. Um, and that includes your brand, and you want your brand to look good because that's the face of your company. So, right away, first thing off, I think, is your brand. Right. Um, and then get into you know just a little bit about what you're doing. I wouldn't go into the whole about us page with you know 800 words or more. Uh, we used to do that. That was a lot for Black Hat ICO, but now yeah. we can't use those tactics anymore. We choose not to. We do not endorse that. <laughs> um, so just a little bit of a you know a little bit about us section. Um, also called. Uh, uh, mission statement, right? Maybe some people call yep. it. Um, yep. Just maybe put those two things together and build from that. Uh, imagery is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, video is excellent, but trying to tone down the text a bit, the con- the text content a bit. Well, it's just, and we talked about last week about how video content is so huge. So it, it's visual. We well, need that's to, the convenience of it. Yeah, right? exactly. We need to keep everything so more visual than text, like. You still see, I see tons of um, websites these days that still have tons and tons of text on it. Mm-hmm. I'm just not going to read it. Well, people don't because they use them in their cars because everything's now with Bluetooth. Yeah. So you can Bluetooth to your headsets, you Bluetooth to your car radio, you Bluetooth to your home radio, your television, everything's Bluetooth. So we're more listening now than we're actually reading. Yeah. Um, and I think doing video is good because you don't always have to watch the video, but you can still listen to it, but kind of catch some updates and stuff as you're looking right. by. So reading stuff, I think, honestly, um, I would way rather to listen and get things done on, on on the side while 
you know, learning on these websites or, right. or in, you know, researching these websites rather than sitting there and reading. Right. And, but even not to contradict your point, though, but even for video, what they're saying is make sure that all your videos are captioned because a lot of people are watching the video at work where they can't listen to it. Oh, that's a good point. I never yeah. thought of that. So there you go. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Ooh, smoking. Smoking it. Perfect. <laughs> so you want to be, I mean, you don't want your site to be full of text. No. You want to be visual. Yeah. So you're putting video in there, which is awesome, but make sure that video can be read because people don't want to be at work and being caught listening to things on their phone. Good point. So something to think about. Good point. I guess it works on both ends. It does. Perfect. Both ends. <laughs> worldwide marketing. What are we doing here? We're talking about worldwide marketing. So with an online website, you can link up to social forums. So oh. tapping into that, you had to go to your notes. Right, so I had to look at my notes. So I'm going to worldwide. <laughs> I thought we were going to a commercial. <laughs> Another sponsored commercial. Right. No. Not yet. Um, yeah. Well, that's the thing is uh, the internet is worldwide. Uh, you're not. Uh, is this why they call it the worldwide web? I, I'm guessing. I don't know. <laughs> I'm guessing that's what it is. But uh, you can pretty much market yourself anywhere to anybody, anytime. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you couldn't do that before. Yeah. You, know, you would open up your home shop, and you'd have to have people come physically to your store. Now you're going to them digitally, and people can look and browse and do all that you want them to do just from you know the touch of their phone yeah. or their desktop, so they're yeah. still going that route. But at anywhere at any time, 24-7, you're, you're reaching these people. And that's amazing that you can do that. It's amazing that you can have a, a, you know, a, home, a home front store uh, where people physically come or after hours, they just go to your website. Yep. Which means you've got to make sure your website is... Even for local businesses, like, you need to have this website. Yes. You know, there's many times that I go looking for a local business. I'll go to the website before I go to the shop to make sure they're open. Maybe they have what I'm looking All the for. All um, Where they're located. Yeah. You know, all sorts of stuff. If I'm looking for a service out there, if I go looking for, say, a plumber, and I Google it, I will go to the sites that have a website. I'm not just going to check it out on Google and phone that phone number. Right. Well, you're not just going to guess like we used to. Call somebody up, you know, 100, flush it, and, you know, they come to your house and rob you. The swirlies. Right? Yeah. Oh, the swirlies. <laughs> the memories. <laughs> Anyways, we'll get into another one of the, uh, another time, I think. Uh, yeah. It's kind of embarrassing for me. Yeah. You're not ready to talk about it yet. No, I'm still scarred. 30 years later. Yeah. <laughs> Well, okay, let's also talk about how your website needs to be credible. Mm-hmm. So you are the expert in your field. We're I saying. think credibility is a big thing. Um, right away with Flynn West Solutions, uh, we started our website. We opened our business. We went straight to the Better Business Bureau, mm-hmm. um, had them go through all of our content, get our rating there, um, which, of course, we have the triple A-plus rating with them. Um, which is really good just to have you know almost a bigger power that's kind of watching over you to make sure you're following those guidelines yeah. um, and whatnot. Another thing was we uh, we joined the um, Chamber of Commerce mm-hmm. is another good one to kind of mm-hmm. show that you're part of the community and you're you know reaching out to people and you want to be involved um, is also good credibility for you. Any kind of backlinking um, is great for credibility. Let's and, talk. Okay, again, slow your roll. What's backlinking? Uh, backlinking is when you link yourself to another person's website and they link back to you. Okay. Um, so you want a good page rank, which is a good Google page ranking website. Um, some of them are the big 401.com or 401.ca for us in Canada here. Right. Um, you know, the ch- any kind of chamber of commerce that you're working with within your community yeah. will be a really nice backlink. Mm-hmm. Um, the Better Business Bureau was one. Is another reason why we did that. Um, there's a lot of directory listings out there that you can do. Um there's also, uh, um, oh gosh, what's that one? I can't remember. We're just going to have to edit this part out. For backlinking? No, for backlinking. Oh, I can't remember. Why is this in my head? The one where people rate you. 
Yelp. Yelp. Yelp's, Yelp is also a great <laughs> one for backlinking. We're going to have to cut a lot of that out there. Um, that stuff, because it just shows that, you know, you're, you're, you're being part of something bigger. Right. Right. You, I don't suggest you just open up a website and just leave it and not link to it and not update it. Right. Update your site. Update your content. That also adds credibility because mm-hmm. you're actually spending time on it. Um, How about linking to social media? Linking to social media is huge. Obviously, because yeah. if people are interacting with your social media, they're interacting with your website. Yes. Um, the more your website is being interacted with from different channels, the higher your page rank is going to go. Right. And let's just talk about that for a second, because I remember, well, it was probably like eight years ago, I was involved with the company, and you designed our website, and my partner was pissed off because he, uh, you put the website, it went live, and then when he went to Google it, he couldn't find his website on the first page of Google. That's funny because people do that all the time. They're like, "Oh, that's awesome! It looks really good." And then you know, you launch it, and a week later, they're calling you uh, upset. Well, there's a lot more to go into a website than just designing it. Right? Yeah. Like, you you can't just uh, uh, launch and be on Google. There's you know, you, tons of competition. You got to work against. You got to look at what your what your competition is doing. Totally. Um, keywords are a huge factor. You know, what keywords are they promoting? Yeah. And you got to promote them too. Yeah. You got to build your your meta tags, your meta descriptions, your image tags. Everything's got to be on point if you want to start, you know, competing against those others that are looking to go online. So no, you can't just go and build a website and be online on the first page of Google. That that takes a lot of well, work. Well, and and in Google's defense, like if they did that all the time, the web first page would be huge. Well, it'd be full of crap. Yeah, exactly. Because there's so many people start web pages and just leave them to die. So. Well, back back in the day, and I keep saying back in the day, but you know, way back when, um, Google did allow people to rank with easy magazines and stuff and people yeah, were, yeah, were, yeah. were doing a lot of that again we're getting into the black hat SEO stuff yeah. and they stopped all that um, so now you have to actually use your own creative original content yep. to get yourself listed up there so again that goes to researching totally. yeah. and you know that's an awesome segue to education so we'll be right back and we'll be talking about education awesome I can't look <laughs> why am I stumbling so much because <laughs> you had so much coffee oh god blah, 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 blah. okay go Living in the digital world, a website is now a necessity for a business, big or small. If you have a business and don't have a website, you're probably losing a number of great opportunities for your business. A website itself can be used to accomplish many different marketing strategies to help your business grow. The web has a far wider reach than any other form of advertising. While it takes time to build up enough traffic to your website to make a worthwhile impact on your company's marketing campaign, it costs next to nothing to do so. Your website will be the center of your company's online presence. Through it, you advertise your business around the web on social network sites, forums, and through pay-per-click advertising programs. My name is Grady Flynn, and that's just the tip. And we're back. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell Man, is that? It's the coffee. I okay for our listeners. I don't drink coffee. Never, except ever. when we're recording podcasts. Ever. And uh, yeah, the, old, the last one wasn't uh, the one before that. We actually didn't put it put it down. Right, the last I'm coming one was, to you live from beautiful White Rock Beach. Oh, that was so lame. So lame. Um, but now I'm yeah, much active. So that's why I'm like kind of having brain farts here and there because I'm not used to this, this whole handshaky thing. Yeah, you kind of how people do this. <laughs> I guess it'll take some time. I'll get more used to it. But, you know, everyone drinks the coffee. I want to get on this whole coffee train. Well, welcome to it. Okay. So what are we talking about now? Education. I'm going to bang us out here. Let's talk about the original content, how important that is these days. Um, well, we've been over this a few times. Um, original content is everything. 
Uh, you got to be creative. You got a lot of competition out there, and it's yeah. going to get a lot worse uh, or a lot more. Um, we're just at the beginning of the internet. The internet's only been around for just you know over two decades, yep. uh, barely. Yep. And uh, just imagine, oh my God, another twenty years from now, I know. how many people are going to be on the same time? Are people going to be in the world? Yes. At that point, and yep. we're all going online. Everything's going online. So original content is absolute key, and be creative. Yeah, be creative, and you can't. And that's here's the thing: is Google's smarter than you think they are. Mm-hmm. If you're just like dragging and dropping, copying, pasting stuff, no, you, you're you, getting dinged right on that but they're they smart enough to know that if you're copying and pasting and then just swapping up words and changing sentences around they're still watching for that they are and there's some softwares that you can use there's a couple uh, one off my top of my head is Word AI um, and using Word AI and Grammarly it's actually I, in my eyes isn't really cheating um, it's taking an idea if you can write it up yourself or kind of mash a bunch of different stuff together yeah. from other people yeah, yeah. and use these these platforms to um, you know rewrite these for you well there's no original ideas out there it's just all a remix anyways exactly yeah. exactly well not, don't say that no, there are original ideas um, but just come up with some sort of original writing is really difficult when you're competing against millions of other people yeah. who are doing the same thing yep so use the tools provided yeah and do your research mm-hmm. like, there's nothing wrong with grabbing some stuff from other people and well you'd be surprised once you get into it and once you start looking around and, and thinking and, and finding what you want to write about it starts to come naturally mm-hmm. yep I totally agree um how about the uh, headlines? Let's talk a little bit about tags, H1 tags, H2 mm-hmm. tags. How important are those? I think H1 and H2 tags are very important. Um, what an H means, H1, H2, usually through the H6, are called header tags. Um, this is what Google looks for. It's kind of um, you know titling, almost like a, like a meta description of you know that particular part of your website you're writing about. Yeah. So it grabs those, and it's that that's what Google's looking for in you know in keywords and stuff. So try in your H tags, your header tags, your H1 tags, your biggest tag, your H6 tag is going to be your smallest tag. Usually, it's dependent on how people set that up in their CSS, but you know, right. anyone who's you know organized. And by bigger, it. you mean like physically larger. Yes, yeah. physically larger point text. Yes. Um, so an H1 tag and H2 tags are your two most important texts to use, and make sure those are you know clever. Yeah. Um, contain keywords. Um, those keywords also have to be contained inside the body of your text as well, in your paragraph text. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and H tags are also the first thing that people see when you're looking on your website. You know, when I'm sitting on the can on the toilet, looking at, flipping through my, my phone and scrolling through CNN or any kind of other news site or blogging site, yeah. I'm only reading those H tags. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So, try to provide value in the H tags. Yeah. And then and until, you know, I see something that grabs my attention, will I click on it? But it's always H tags. Yeah. Now, you've, you mentioned keywords a couple times. Do you, do you want to fill us in what keywords a are? A keyword is what you want people to focus on. It's, a, it's like the focus word of what you're talking about on that particular part of your website. Mm-hmm. I would say not on the... Oh, was that me? That would yeah. be... Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Let me let me check that. <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, it's, it's what you want people... Or what people are searching for. Right. So if your website's about cholesterol, obviously, you know, you, you might have like heart health or, you know, those kind of keywords that people are going to be looking for yep. um, to search your site out. Also, there's keywords inside your H tags. When people see scrolling through your site, yes, that's where I want to be. Yep. You answer their question right away. And yep. I think that's probably what you're going to ask me next time is, you know, educational parts of the websites, you know, you get to the point. People yeah. are going there looking for something, get to the point, educate them right away so they know what they're looking for, they got what they're looking for, and they carry on. Well, nobody has time this year. It's like, we don't need more fluff. We no. need to get right to the point. Like we were talking earlier, I don't know if we were talking online or offline about this, but the less is more. Well, you're competing against 
millions of people, soon to be billions of people, and they may be just one industry on on what you're focused on. Yep. Um, so yeah, don't don't kill it. Don't saturate it too much with just crap. And how about okay? So here's the thing: how do I figure out what a good keyword is? Uh, well, we have keyword research tools. Um, we had we put a blog up. Uh, one of our, our social manager, David King, actually put a blog up on Shout our website. Shout out to DK. DK! <laughs> um, he put a blog out uh, all about SEO and SEM and stuff. So you can check out our website, flynnwestsolutions.com. We'll go to the blog section. I think it's the last one we did last week. Well, I'll even do you one better. I'll put that uh, link to his SEO blog post in the show notes. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Let's do that. DK! DK! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to love that. Yeah. The best part, what I love about DK is... David King is when we uh, every time we have to do a video shoot David King is like the most awkward person in front of a camera yeah. but whenever we do a video shoot somehow he ends up having to be involved in it oh but he's so good though he's, he's so good <laughs> yeah it's just it's, he his, thinks he's bad but he's actually amazing I know that's the thing it's so funny yeah it's just boosting his ego right now Dave if you're listening to this you're one sexy beast <laughs> DK Provide answers. So here's the thing. People are searching for things, yeah. right? When they're looking for things, you want to be the one that's the expert in what yeah. they're looking for. Yeah. Well, that's why we'll go back to H tags a bit there, right? So yeah. you want to grab them right away. What you know, Let them know, hey, this is where you want to be. You do that with H tag. Yeah. You, know, you don't skip those headers and read the small text. No, right? exactly. Out. So that kind of goes back in the H tags, which gets right into the education. And that's, it actually rolls even better into videos and images. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people, when they're throwing videos and images, they don't even tag those when they're putting them on their site. That's not a good idea, is it? No. No, you and you can. Easier. Well, people don't know you can do these things. Yep. They don't understand that everything comes with, with meta tagging and descriptions. Fill those out. Yes. You know, they, they really do mean a lot. When you're posting the picture, there's a little thing that says alt tag yep. and or alt description or whatever. Fill that thing in. It doesn't mean that people are looking at it, but you're putting it out there for Google to look for yeah, it. Well, I think where people are confused is with the alt tag, after you publish your website and you hover your mouse over that image, it, a little pop-up comes up with that text in there. Right. So it's not just for the convenience of the reader. It's Google's looking at these tag, these image tags and stuff as well. Yeah. So what you don't see is still being seen. Yeah, totally. Now, here's a question for you. I have a small business. Let's say I've got a small restaurant, small Mexican restaurant. Oh, like Primo's. Like Primo's. Yeah. Should I be writing blog content or can I just put my stuff up online and eventually I'll get noticed on Google? No, you got to blog. You got to put up updates. Um, what Google's looking for is that you're actually uh, involved in your website. Um, there's a few things, a, a few tricks I'll tell you right now. Um, register your domain name. Always register for the maximum amount of time. Right. Um, don't do the year by year because you do the year by year. Uh, <laughs> Google looks at that you're not serious, and you can shut down at any time. So register up. To, I think I think uh, GoDaddy does up to ten years. Uh, Namecheap, I think up to five. Yeah. Um, so do that. Um, also, um, sorry, I forgot your question. Your question was that damn co- coffee. <laughs> no, I got. I, got, I almost I forgot got, about my question. Was, I, oh, I got, creating thought. Like, if people are going to search, for, like, should you have a blog, whether you're small oh, yeah, business yeah, yeah, or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So now we're getting back into that. Yes. So what that does is tells Google that you are serious about your website. You're serious about your your readers. Um, so you're doing constant updates. Awesome. Also, with those updates, you are ranking your keywords. Yeah. Um, you're you know the more movement you show, the more that you're you're involved. You're ranking those keywords up. So if you're a stale website, in the, in your keyword written and your content's amazing. Um, but someone else comes along and is doing those blogging and doing those updates and showing activity, 
they're going to rank higher. They're going to absolutely, of course. Yeah. So of my course. little Mexican restaurant in White Rock. I want somebody that they Google Mexican restaurant in White Rock. My name comes up, not Joel's Primos down there, who's not, who's killing it on the blog. Absolutely, and also another another tip is um, show us your tips. Show us your tips. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for that. That's gonna be one. Um, so anyway, so uh, another tip is to uh, Google reviews is a good one. Yeah. Um, for Google My Business, get those reviews. Yeah. 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 And I mean, it's reviews and testimonies and all that. I mean, we'll talk more about that at other pod, pod yeah. posts or pod post podcasts. But they're so important. Yeah, Google reviews are, are, are money. Right. Absolutely. Well, let's uh, take another quick break, and when we come back, we will no longer have a failure to communicate because we're going to talk about communication. Awesome. What's everyone talking about? Sales, marketing, marketing, sales. The Three Solutions Podcast. Everything you need to know about digital marketing with Chad and Grady Flynn. And we're back to communicate, which is what we're doing. We're having a little chit-chat. Chit to the chat. Awesome. Awesome. Communication, online communication is awesome. There's so many ways now they communicate. Um, Before, it was just through email. But now we have, you know, all these online forums, uh, Mm -hmm. online polls. We have, um, you know, video conferencing. Social networks is huge. VoIP phone systems are getting more and more used. Um, The VoIP phone systems are fantastic. Let's Um, let's, uh, let's slow down here just for a second. Let's talk about the whole idea. Like before, when you set up a web page, it was just like you're putting a banner on the Internet and people come to it and just see it. You have no way to communicate. They send you an email maybe, let's say. Mm -hmm. But now we're talking about how communication, it's become like way more dynamic between a user and the web page. You can actually communicate directly with your customers right then and there in real time. You can with chatbots. Yeah, which um, we were just talking offline about how awesome chatbots are. Yeah, chatbots are pretty cool. Um, a lot of websites use them now. Uh, those little, you know, usually on the bottom right-hand corners, little things yep. like either message or chat now. Um, and that's a chatbot. You'd be surprised at how many times you use those. You're not actually talking to a person mm-hmm. um, because they're usually pre-written with questions and stuff that they can answer them, and, and, and they come across pretty naturally. Yep. Um, so you don't actually have to be there communicating directly with your customer where you can use chatbots and stuff to do that for you. Anything that comes up that's important, you usually get notified of that, and you can jump into it. Right. Or it just goes into like an email to you, and you can you know revise and take a look at it and, and get back to the person then. Um, speaking of email... I don't think a lot of people are really communicating all that much through the email anymore um, for a couple of reasons is it's not really, um, it's, it's, it's not really recommended that you put your email address on your website. Um, because you, you get spidered and bots pick those email addresses up and yeah. you, get, you know, get the crap spanned out of them, right? So, Which is the problem now. That's the downside of the bots, right? It used to be that your email list is one of your most important resources when you're setting yourself up on a website because you don't want to build your domain on somebody else's island is, is what lots of people say, right? Like, I don't want to put all my eggs in my Facebook basket and all my eggs in my Instagram basket because right. if Facebook goes belly up or Instagram, then you've lost all your audience. Yeah. But Well, that'll never happen. Well, you never know. We've come close a couple times. Uh, so they say. So we've heard. I don't think Facebook or Instagram, Facebook or Instagram, is ever going to go belly up. No, well, probably not. I know, but just <laughs> <laughs> the whole idea, like the idea of having a, an email mark, marketing plan, is still. I think it's legitimate to have that, but yeah. at the same time. Be careful with it. Yeah. Well, an email, it, that's different. That's different what we're talking about, though. An email marketing plan is absolutely huge. Oh, um, I know what you're saying. I'm talking about communicating through email. Got gotcha. you. It's a, a, you know, yeah, 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 a yeah. vessel to communicate through okay. through your website by putting your email address yes. on your website is not is not generally good. So no. people are putting together, um, you know, forums. Yeah, forums are yeah. awesome. And I've been, well, Reddit. Look, Reddit is whole 
the business model is a forum, yeah. right? Just little micro forums. And if you could set up a forum, and there's so many easy ways to do it these days, like Slack is a great idea, great example of how to set up an online forum that you don't even have to have on your website. Because some of these discussion forums are brutal. I think he's been drinking a coffee too because I actually said forums. And he went off and tangent, I'm on forums. Oh, did you say? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, carry on, tell us about forums. <laughs> I thought it's we were very, talking about <laughs> Very interesting. Well, first, we'll go back to, okay, well, while I'm on the topic, a forum as yeah. opposed to a form. Yeah. So a forum is a great idea because you can build community through the forum. Right, yes. And you could be in charge of that community, and therefore you are the expert in that community. So a forum is a fantastic way to go. However, setting up a forum on your website can be like a discussion group or whatever, can be a little dodgy. Some of the forum software out there, they're getting better, like BuddyPress and all those plugins are getting easier, yeah, yeah. but they're still kind of clunky. Yeah. But Well, it's a moderation. you got to moderate these things too, right? And yeah. Who has the time to do those? Honestly, well, like to run a, a big forum is a lot of work. Yes, it is. Because you do have to, you have to get that, in order to get the forum, a lot of people think, oh, I'll just set up and I'll just uh, put my topic up and people will be engaged, but they won't. No. I've set up a few forums. You have to work that thing hard before people start engaging and it's before it starts taking off on its own. Yeah, and they have to write into what you're talking about. Totally. And so if you want to do a forum, there's a lot of work behind that, right. I guess is our warning. Let's exactly. go back to forms. Yeah, forms. It, it, I said the communication. Chad was talking earlier about emails and how important that is. And I said it's not important to have that on your website. But having a form is so yes. people can submit their information, their email, their phone number, maybe a message to you, and that way it's you know it's encrypted and put into your CRM, which yep. is we'll get into a little bit later. Yeah. Um, and you're able to market these people using those emails or phones because we can market with phones as well. So a mm-hmm. form on your website is absolutely valuable to capture those information. But mind you. With that information, you have to nurture it still. Yeah, it's the same thing. You always have to be nurturing these things. Like I was just discussing with forums, you have to work it. Mm -hmm. The nice thing about if you're using a form is you can put it into your CRM, and your CRM, if you build it properly by hiring us or somebody else to do that for you, it can nurture for you automatically. Yeah, drip campaigns. I love drip campaigns. Oh, my. And people love them. Like we've had, because not to stroke our own. Uh, back here, but we're really good at trip campaigns. We're really good at that automation. Mm-hmm. And it amazes me when we have clients come in and we show them what we can do. They're like, seriously, all I, all I have to do is just put up this form and people fill this form out and then they're engaged for the next month at least. It's the reporting I think they really get off on. Oh. Because the analytics you pull off these these drip campaigns is are priceless. Yeah. And I think we should almost do a whole podcast on tagging. Because I, there's just so much that can go into tagging. I know we've mentioned a little bit about meta tags and H1 tags and all that, but man, we can dive deep onto tags and yeah. it, and actually can be quite interesting. So don't if you don't think, oh my god, I'm not gonna listen to those two morons talk about tagging. <laughs> no, no, no. And <laughs> and these first episodes are just kind of you know an overview of what we're actually gonna be yeah. talking about. We're gonna dive deeper and deeper into things and we'll take your questions too. So, you know, we might have a like I said, we will probably and or I say we will have a full episode on tagging. Yes, definitely. Uh, social networks is another great place to build community. Mm-hmm. But again, like any other, any other things, you have to engage with it and you have to work it. You mm-hmm. can't just set up a Facebook page and expect that people are going to come to it. Mm-hmm. They will if you invite them, but you also have to give them a reason to be there. Well, you really got to stroke those the social networks. Yeah. Um, when people come to your website and fill out those forms, you have a stronger audience there because they came directly to you. Uh, when you're in social networks, you're kind of going directly to them. Yeah. Um, and people, you know, there's a lot of looky loos out there, and they can do that by just liking and following your page. Um, so it's very important to stroke those people, give them what they want. Yeah. Um, don't send a dribble. Go back to that original content. Yeah. Go back to that creative content we're talking about. Again, back to the images and the videos that we're talking about because social networks, you know, sky's the limit with what formats you're using. Totally. 
and pro- like we said again, I know we're repeating ourselves, but provide value. You have to provide value to your to your audience, mm-hmm. or else what's the point? Well, you're not gonna have any followers, and the followers that you get are just gonna drop off. Yeah, right. And then you end up being stale and stagnant again. So yeah, value is key. Sweet, awesome. Are we done? We're done, man. I think we're. I mean. The coffee's starting to wear off a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Double brain farts today, for sure. And it is, to be honest, it is a beautiful day on White Rock Beach, so it would be nice to get out to that ocean and kind of enjoy it a little bit, looking out here, even though the pier was decimated. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, they're really building it this summer. It should be back up again in a few months, I heard. Yeah. So if you're out at White Rock Beach here, then come on over and visit us at Flynn West, and we'll go for a walk on the Almost Pier. Awesome. Sounds good. All right. Thanks, Grady. All right. Thank you, Chad. No, no. Thank you. Oh, please. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs>